Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. You, you bought a second dog? Yep. So, like, randomly? You never mentioned anything about wanting one. Well, it was um, a recent thing. I think she brought it up this, like, at the ring dunk. She was like, I think I want a corgi. Oh, uh, is Mia wanted another dog? Okay. She's been bringing it up for a, a minute now. Like and I've been, I've, been, I've been holding the fort down. I've been holding it down, like, no, no. No, I, I, got, don't know I, what... got, I got invested to do before I buy a second dog. <laughs> that's, that's my rule with Lizzie. Lizzie tries to get me to, and I tell her, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not getting a second dog. Like, not gonna do that. I, 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 I had the fort. The fort had been set up for an indestructible for a while, but she caught me on a day. I, I was just like, I don't know what it was. I was feeling nice or something. I was just in a good mood she brought up this one wow and stuff and i was just like you know my heart was feeling good you know i was like yeah like that's a cute dog like idiot (laughs) Idiot. you're like you're saying you were feeling good and you were feeling nice so you made a 10-year commitment and bought another dog (laughs) idiot Exactly. I, I would never. I felt nice plenty of times in my life before. I would never look at my girlfriend and be like, "Man, let's get a second dog." Like you're right, we should get a second dog. Motherfucker, I just spent six hundred dollars in bet bills and I'm not getting a second dog. Happy wife, happy life, bro. That's that's the that's what I I told myself later to to when I was like, yeah, "Good for you, man." Glad you got another dog. What's what's his or her name? Her name is Tilly. Tilly? Yes. Oh, okay. I think that's what Brits called pissing when you take when you go to the restroom. You call it Tilly. Honestly, the, the the thing is, like, that's what the previous owners had her name as, and we we're gonna change it. But the thing is, she kind of like knows her name already pretty well. So it's straight up like you like you like bought a dog. Like, did you? Is this a dog that you did like research on? I'm not focused on this. Like, you straight up just like bought a dog, like another one before you're moving to to Tennessee. Yes, that's wild. Was that this is- a dog that you all had been looking at for a while, or was this just like straight up an impulse buy? Because um, you're really describing it like it's an impulse buy. Well, Mia has been looking. Maybe not at this specific dog, but dogs like this one for about a while now, like months. Like I told you, I've been holding down the fort. The fort has been indestructible for a minute. Does this sound like an impulse buy to you, Alejandro? This this totally was an impulse buy. It sounds exactly like an impulse buy. That's funny. I I, I will tell Lizzie that you impulse bought a dog and she will bug me for the next month about impulse buying a dog. So that'll be fun. Don't don't say it. That's why. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't care. I got a grip on that, bro. She she's tried, but I got a grip on that. I'm not getting a second dog. I said I got one. I'm good. I got I got like four dogs in one, bro. That dog is huge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need another one. I got four of them, basically. <laughs> yeah. First. So I'll just mention that. That's funny as fuck. First thing we did, yes, we left them alone for a couple hours. She little pup chewed through uh, Mia's charger, and I was just like, oh, oh, "I forgot." Damn. I was like, "I forgot what it's like to have a puppy again, bro." Fuck. Bro, when you uh, when you buy all that new furniture, dude, you got to get uh, guards for it. Go get like plastic covers and shit, or else that dog will chew up your new furniture. If I mean, y'all are gonna buy all new furniture, right? You could spray it with vinegar. Yeah. Vinegar works pretty well, but it fucking stinks. Like, yeah, but, but it, if you buy leather, it damages the leather. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But Does vinegar damage from, leather. Kind of from the that. small test samples that we've done, it seems like as long as like we have all the toys out, because usually with Bella, we have it all in the bin, yeah. and Bella's able to go grab it out of the bin when she wants to play with it. And so, obviously, she's new. She doesn't know to do that. So we've noticed that when we leave all the toys out and stuff, like she's fine because she has something to, to bite on. 
Like when she oh. screwed up the cord, there was no there was no toys out or anything. So she was like, "The fuck am I supposed to do?" Okay, I'll just chew on this damn cord. Oh, it's fucking wild. This man just impulse bought a dog. <laughs> yeah, how exactly did that conversation go? Was like crazy. Hey, David, look, I found this one. You're just like, okay, that's insane. Uh, let's see, how did it go? It went. It started out with the kiss. <laughs> okay. So he he has no idea. He she had his balls in his hands mm-hmm. or in her hands. It was like we're getting a dog. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> oh, that's funny. Let me change the battery on this. And it's a puppy, dude. Wow. So, um, I was at work when she texted me about it. Like I said, well, she's mic been... closer. Mic closer? Yeah, close your mouth. But... Um, so... I, I can't tell when you're not talking. You're like waiting for me to say something. I couldn't tell when you weren't talking, so go for it. Oh, um, so essentially, I don't know. Uh, I was at work and she sent me screenshots. Uh, the ad was posted on Craigslist. For so you silly. impulse bought a dog off Craigslist. I didn't impulse buy a dog. Who did? I mean, it wasn't. Is it impulse bought if you've been looking for months and months and months? I mean, though. So the reason I'm like saying it like that is because you phrased it originally like you didn't want one, and then you felt nice one day, so you agreed to buy one which is like i cannot feel like playing a video game all week and then on friday i'm like you know what like i feel like playing a video game and i buy that video game like that would be technically an impulse buy yeah i guess like i want a new pair of shoes and you're just like you go to the mall one day and buy shoes maybe on my end it was an impulse buy but not on mia's end Bro, nothing wrong with the impulse buy. I'm just trying to like clarify because oh, if we, it is we an have a whole. Buy, that's we legendary. used to have a whole whole uh, what was a segment on David's impulse buys. I'm all about impulse buying. That is what I do. You impulse buy a living thing. Of. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say you, you can impulse <laughs> buy like a material. Yeah, I you got uh, a four legged creature. They going ham right now. She is really but cute, this is good, But this is good because they're going to go ham for like five minutes and then sleep for like an hour. Yeah, Lizzie's trying to rope me in. I think uh, the next dog I'll end up getting. Because I, I feel you like I'm getting those feels where it's like, okay, my dog just turned eight. So I'm like, man, like maybe another dog is nice. But I don't know. My path is just different than y'all's. You know, I'm not. It's it, at the it's same just, time it's it, it's different because Willow's just such a big dog. I I feel like no, it's not that she's like she's I mean, fine. I, and, she sleeps and, in the and, corner. She doesn't like but, she's not like Bella where she's running around. She like takes her corner and that's it. She's a big dog. Yeah, she's so yeah. docile. But the yeah. thing is, like I know if you get like say you just put Bella in a room with Willow, Bella will fuck with Willow too much. Willow's gonna be like, bro, <laughs> leave me alone. Like yeah, she adjusts <laughs> though. Like we had we had the cat Lizzie's cat over here and she adjusts so. Like Willow, Willow's old enough to where she just kind of chills at this point. But it's more just, you know, I I don't. It's a lot. Just, it, you know, it's not that like I because I work from home. Like it's a perfect opportunity. Like she's used everything on me. She's like, if you work from home, you can raise it. You're in a rental. Like you could afford it. And it's just, man, I just don't prioritize it, man. I'm trying to trying to. If I'm gonna buy a dog, it's gonna cost me probably like, you know, within the first couple of years, probably close to eight, ten grand. Probably like you think about vet bills and getting a good dog and the food and, you know, the groomings and everything that goes into it. It's like, and what I'd rather take that eight to 10 grand and go buy a house. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at personally, but y'all are yeah. moving. So it's completely a different situation. That was the fort. I was just like, dude, we already spent enough money on Bella, but exactly, dude, I spent so much I, money on it's, Willow. It's, it's just something 
it's something she has been like literally begging me for for months. And uh, the one about this one too was that she's six months. I mean, she's still a pup, but it's not like a fresh pup where it's like, ooh, it's gonna be. It doesn't know. Why didn't we any- get any photos? You didn't send us any photos. Send some photos in the group Honestly, message. I'm sure I you all took some. I haven't really even like. Mia's taken some, and she. Oh, Mia has. One. Yes. It's like, have I? That's the question. I think I took one actually. See, but, but the good time. Because then your dog could kind of train your other dog, Alex. If you get another dog. That's the, no, that's to, the idea. Is like to pass along the mannerisms. However, you know, I probably got another good five years out of Willow. And then she's going to get to the point where she's breaking down about 12, 13 years old. So my idea is like, man, A, I'll be in a way, way better financial position in like two to three years. You know, it'll make more sense for my personal relationship with Lizzie. And then also just like housing wise, because I'm, I'm studying heavily into real estate and later this year, you're going to start a real estate, you know, purchasing venture. <laughs> so it's just it, it's just like re- reducing the amount of things on my plate as much as possible for the foreseeable future to maximize the time that I have is where I'm at. And purchasing another dog, like, cause I want, I think I want a Frenchie. Like Lizzie wants a Frenchie, and I kind of want a Frenchie. I think a Frenchie would be cool. I think it'd yeah. be a nice switch up. Not a lot of hair, little dog, pretty chill. Like I don't think I could walk a Frenchie though because I've been walking a wolf for the past seven years. <laughs> So it's going to change that, but I think it's a good dog. And if speak of the devil, she's calling me, um, speak of the angel. She's calling me uh, the, <laughs> the damn. No, it's this, it's the phrasing. It's the phrase. Um, but it, it's it, those things, man, like Frenchies, they started like three expensive dude. Oh yeah. You get like a real Frenchie and she wants to go the shelter route. And I'm like, looking at her like, man, like, mm. We're not gonna find a Frenchie in the shelter. I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I spent I spent like three months looking for Willow, looking for a husky that was younger than two years old, a female. It took me three months to find one. <laughs> so yeah, it, and, that, and that's that's one of the reasons why I just kind of like gave the green light. So just so quickly, because I know Mia has been telling me because she's a pure corgi. We only paid three hundred bucks for her. So like Mia was like, you know how hard this is to find, like. You know, I'm not just, this doesn't pass through. Uh, It's not like, but that's the thing, man. Like, sorry, I interrupted you. Continue. Oh, no, I was, she was just saying like, this doesn't, you know, how long it's been taking me to find this. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. I mean, the thing is, it's going to happen eventually. Like she's just, it's one of those things where she's just chipping away. I had a hard, but she's (laughs) chipping away slowly, but surely just all this time. And eventually you're just going to be able to pass through like get through the fort and i was just like might as well just do it now seems like a good dog like i from the information she gave me i was like i mean if i were to think of an ideal situation to get another dog like this is kind of the ideal situation you think like before moving up there (laughs) i would think moving up there and getting settled would be the ideal situation hey bro no time like the present huh hey it's okay to impulse buy the dog man like that's that's all you man that's that's you live you you know that's wild i i'm with you on the 300 dollars. you're not gonna come across it i've kind of had a realization with my next animal this willow i got for god 125 bucks something like that just a rehoming fee it was all i got and she's like my bargain pup right like i didn't spend very much money on her the next dog i get I mean, I'm going to have a job at that point for, you know, six, seven years, like have enough money. We get a nice dog. Like I'm going to spend the money, get the dog I want, the colors I want, you know, the everything that I want. Because Willow, I did have to compromise on some things like she doesn't cuddle, bro. A big old dog does not cuddle, bro. <laughs> that's and a big thing. That's a big thing, dude. She's that's a, a big huge thing. like teddy bear and she does not cuddle. And that's just one of those things where I was, I would love to lay on the couch on a Sunday, watch golf. And just have my giant husky laying on me, almost like a weighted blanket. I would love that, but she won't do that. And the reason she won't do that, and I'm not saying like I'll go out and find a perfect dog, but at least when I go to a breeder, and I see like nope, a nope, like nope, a bunch nope, of nope, them. Nope, nope. Hey, outside! No, outside! Outside! Oh, oh he's on, pooping. He's pooping. <laughs> it's a she. It's a she. <laughs> oh, she's pooping. That's hilarious. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> go outside. 
Um, but like when you go to a breeder though, you have like the the litter right there, and then you can see all of them, and like whichever ones like run up to you, you know, are gonna be more friendly, right? Like Willow, I just walked in, and she was just in like you know on the concrete in a little glass box, and that was that was it. Like yeah, she was you your mind made up already. Yeah, like the way she looked. Like I I I I got her purely by the way she looked. I just love like I love how she looks, but. Her personality is hit or miss. She's really grown on me, obviously, over the course of seven years. But she's just kind of aloof. Like you said, she's so docile. She just chills. She never... It's so she's weird. She's not funny. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird because she's just so huge. And you would expect her to be, like, bumping into shit. Yeah, so... dude. Or, like, it, I, I always... I do wish sometimes that my dog... But my husky was one of those huskies that um, screams. You know, and does the things that you see the videos of, like where they're laying on the floor and they have like the blood curdling scream. I I can get her to do that. It just takes. I have to like work her up to it, and it's it's not as funny when when you have to do that. It's more funny when they just do it, and it's so random. But I'm also grateful because you see the videos, and I know of other other husky owners that have their dogs screaming at like 3 a.m. So I'm really grateful she doesn't do that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, it's a completely different situation for David. Like if I was living with, you know, girlfriend, fiance, wife, whatever, it would be a different, like, he's right. Like you chip away at the fort and eventually, you yeah, know, you you can she only gets say what she wants. Yeah. yeah. It only takes That's a while. Long. That is so random though. Like he didn't send us any photos, any videos. Oh, here he goes. He finally sent us some, some oh my God, look at those fucking ears. It's a cute she's got dog. satellite ears. Oh yeah, she's cute as fuck. Corgi, black, brown, white. I That's wonder it. in their relationship, like, if it's like a his and her dog kind of thing. Like, if if he's gonna get stuck with the training, and she's gonna get all the fun, or if it's straight up like it was her decision, and so she like you know you set the groundwork, like you know you have to you have to clean up the dog shit, and you have to do this or that. Or if he's just fully in a situation where he's on the short end of the stick. I'm curious. What do you I'm think? Pretty, I'm pretty sure he, he's the one that has to clean up and shit, but... Because, I mean, he's he's home more than her, so... Oh, fair enough. That's that's the only reason I would think that, like, hey, David, go, go clean up the dog shit. Dude, the logic is totally backwards when it comes to getting a dog right before a move. Like, there is... That is the absolute scientifically proven worst time to get a dog is right before you move because you get them settled to your environment and then you move and all of a sudden they have to get resettled to their environment and it's a lot for a new pup so that is that is so it's just so random because he sent that video and i thought it was our buddy cody who has a dog a corgi that looks same color and everything i thought it was that and then he said he's like no it's mine i was like oh he's fucking with me like there's no way this man just went out and bought another dog never mentioned it never said anything Dude, I was FaceTiming him. I randomly, I forgot why I was FaceTiming him. It was one of those random FaceTimes. Hey, dude, like, quick question type of things. He just, like, pans over. There's a fucking new dog there. And I was like, what the fuck? It was super <laughs> weird. Super weird. But In that apartment, too, they got a two-bedroom apartment, man. That's probably 600 square feet total, maybe. That's for two dogs. For a puppy. Yeah, dude. That's more power to David, man. I always sit back and wonder, just... Man, good for him. Good for him being a just trooper. Because that is a tough situation to be in, if you ask me. I would not I would not want to train a new puppy in a small apartment before a big move. <laughs> With the girl finishing her schooling, so it's really just you. And he's oh, been busy. Man. And he's, he's been, been busy. Oh man. God bless him, dude. That's uh that's wild. How was your how was your Easter though? You said you were tired? Dude, it was fun. We had a we went to my cousin's house and this my cousin from like my mom's side. And like we hang out with them but not as much. They live over there uh Katie-ish. Kind of by Bear Creek. My mom really doesn't like going cuz it's kind of a drive. Like uh, you go there and then it gets late and then you come back and it's like super late. She really doesn't like just just the drive, I guess. But it was super fun. I mean, they used to live a lot closer so we used to hang out a lot more. So, like, the kids, dude, it's crazy because the kids are all, like, 13, 14. And, like, man, from, like, last year, dude, one of them is, like, 6'3". Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Just giant. Are the parents beard. shorter? Or the parents tall? The the dad's pretty. The dad's pretty close to like, eh, pretty close to six feet. He's probably about your height. Like he's he's really wow. close to your height. And then both he has two boys. Both of them are like, dude, it's it's insane. Probably like six three, six four, and they're not exactly. like skinny like kids. They're like huge kids. So like, I mean, a couple of years ago, you know, you play like kind of like volleyball and like kind of like Easter things, you know, go to the park type shit. And it was cool because like they were small. So it, it it wasn't it wasn't bad, you know. And then now now yesterday, dude, you you hear like the ground dum 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 dum. It's like oh, but it was fun, dude. They like. Are they like big around the waist or bigger in the shoulders? No, dude, they're like they played football. They've been oh, playing okay. football. So they're they're dude. big boys. Okay. Yeah, they're they're big, dude, and it's like it's it's it was super fun. We 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 chased around each other doing the egg cracks and shit with the confetti. It was fun, but man, dude, them kids have a lot of energy. We're playing volleyball, soccer. We ran around for the with the no, eggs. Sir. So like all three days in a row, and I'm exhausted, man. I got sunburned like crazy, and I am exhausted. It's insane. I'm rusty, bro. I'm rusty on this uh, pup dad stuff. It's been a while. That's fun. Yeah, I'm uh, not. I, I not looking forward to it when it when my time comes. I am, and I'm not. I don't know. There's some those, fun things. It's just one of those things where I forget, like. I, I'm just so used to Bella telling me when to take her outside and whatnot. I just got to remember with her, the little one, I just, when I get home, take her out. Like, just, who knows when the last time she was taken out, you know, when I get home, just take her out. If we're about to leave, take her out. If she ate, some time passes by, take her out. <laughs> Drink, take her out. <laughs> what do you mean, who knows when's the last time you took her out? The last time you took her out is when you took her out. Yeah, but like... <laughs> But Mia, like, you know, when I'm not home, when was the last time Mia took her out when she was here? You know what I mean? She was probably like, David's going to take her out whenever he gets home. It, who knows? And then who knows how much water she's been drinking since everybody left. You know? The good thing is she doesn't, when she, like, uses the restroom, it's very, it's not like Be Bella back in the day. Back, back in the day, Bella dropped some freaking loads, tank loads. Of, of piss man like i don't know where it came from it was more than how big kate, she was it was bigger than her kate was the same but uh tilly she she's like it's just like a little bit mm. Mm. but the good thing is too i could tell already tilly's smart bro she's a smart dog which is nice because bella's dumb bro <laughs> bella is dumb <laughs> <laughs> Bella is not a smart dog. I love her, but she is not a smart dog at all. It's wild. So are, yeah. are we ready to talk my some man, uh, playoff my, my basketball, bro? Impulse fucking dog. <laughs> we better move away from that topic because that's that is so wild to me. <laughs> it's so wild. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk some basketball. There are so many sports going on this weekend, dude. I watch but so much sports. How about, the US, how about the USFL real quick? Like, how, how about it? Did y'all watch that before we get bit. into basketball? USFL I, kicked I off no, this weekend? No idea that even happened. So Honestly, you're not missing much to, to <laughs> just be straight up with you. I Two fans, I'm not going to lie to you. You're not really missing much. It, it's just, I mean, it's amateur, it's amateur football, you know, and it's a brand new league, so it's there's not really a system in place. Like, you know, you watch the SEC in college and you know what you're going to get defense and running. And, you know, you watch the big team, you get passing, you watch, you know, the NFL, you know, you're going to get what, what you're going to get based on the teams. The USFL is just kind of sloppy and amateur. -y and it's just, it's new. So it's fun. If you like, if you love the sport for what it is, then you'll like the USFL. But Shea Patterson was the number one overall pick. So Michigan quarterback. Not a bad guy. I think he was drafted in the fifth round, if I, if I remember looking it up correctly. Like fifth, fifth round in the NFL. So not a bad quarterback by any means, but that's your first overall pick. Everybody else is kind of, you know, playing just to play. You know, there's a couple of big names in there, but it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's amateur. I think the XFL will probably be better, and that's purely because The Rock is involved. You know, the USFL kind of came out of nowhere. There's not a lot of, like, marketing for it. David didn't even know what was going on. 
So it is what it is. I, I enjoyed watching what little I watched. It's just more football, though. And it's hard because you're not. Atti- we have a Houston team, the Houston Gamblers. It ain't, the, it ain't, it ain't the Roughnecks. No, that's XFL AAF. 20, I don't know if we 20, have an XFL team, too. 2020, 2020 XFL champs, Houston Roughnecks. I already know. But because I didn't know any of this, because there was some hardcore playoff basketball going on. Oh, yeah. Which, which, which it's, it's great. Some great games since we last talked. Um, yeah. So we haven't even talked from the play in games. Yeah. We had, we had the play in games. So if we want to, how do you want to go about this? <laughs> we, I mean, playing games, they happened. They were kind of a while back. We could just brief discussion. They're three days ago, but yeah. Playing games were three days ago. Three days ago. Time moves fast, bruh. Time moves fast. Um, I mean, what is there to say about the playing games? Um, let's see. PG-13, Pandemic P strikes again. Ooh! <laughs> oh, that was great. Well, not, I mean, it was just the jokes that came from him being out. That playing game was great pandemic p because now it solidifies his nickname as pandemic p and that was just great to me um so we got the pelicans sliding in on that eighth seed and how about let's do this what did you think of the patrick beverly celebration after taking down the clippers the timberwolves clippers game because that was probably the highlight of the playing games too much. You're, you're appropriate. right. Nah, nah, man. That dude plays with heart, bro. That's all heart there, dude. And who expected the Timberwolves to really actually win? Like, I certainly in, didn't. <laughs> in the way, in, and not only that, in the fashion that they did without Carl Anthony Towns, essentially the whole most of the game because he was in foul trouble. Foul trouble. Yeah, like one of seven the first the first uh, half, like six points, something like that. Wild. Yep, and then. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot all my hot takes that I was saying that night to you guys that you weren't really buying, but now I get to bring it up because now I remember it again. But Timberwolves, they just need to trade Carl Anthony Towns, bro. Trade Carl Anthony Towns because you could get very good equity in return. Very good equity because I'm telling you, you're a better team without him. You are a better team without him. I'm telling you right now. And you could say all you want about game one in Memphis. You know, yeah, he... I mean, he's the best big man shooter in the league. In a league that, like, focuses on three-point shooting. I think he's a pretty valuable asset. He's not that guy, though. He's not not that guy in the playoffs. No, he isn't. And and we just know that because Jimmy Butler said it. Jimmy Butler left the team and said nobody wants to win here. So we know that. It's not only that. It's just I saw him quote-unquote, the best player on the team. When he was on the court, they literally, Clippers would go on their runs. The second he gets in foul, foul trouble or whatever, has to get out, D'Lo and Edwards are just, they run in the joint. Dude, Anthony Edwards is something else. Uh, that dude has got some skill. He is so good. I mean, this, this, this playoffs so far is just the coming out of these young kids. You got Jordan Poole, you got Anthony Edwards, um, Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> All right, bro. Come on. We ain't talking about one hit wonders, bro. <laughs> come on. Bro, what did come he drop? On, 36 points bro, on I Sunday? Mean, yes, but, you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut eventually. Finds 36 nuts eventually? Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, what? look, I guarantee you're not going to see that tonight. Not even close to it. He might go one for 10. He might go one for 10. I'm just saying, you were talking about young people, and I brought up a young person that dropped 36 over the weekend. I meant young cats that are going to be doing this on a consistent basis. Not 38. Maxie had a a great game. And just like he put some hand, he must have had his hands on some OSD 
some OSD mixtapes. All right, they're playing right now. What what are you thinking points wise for Mr. Tyrese Maxey? Like at the moment or for the whole game? For the whole game. It's currently uh, 0 for 1. They're end of the first quarter, 0 for 1, 0 points. Joel Embiid has 19. Jesus. Well, that's great because I think I took his over for the first half. He's got 11 Um, of 12 free throws, which is insane in the first quarter. Anyway, Tyrese Maxey for the game. What do you think? Over, over, under, what, 20? What's his betting odds for this game? Can you look that up? Uh, I wish I remember. I I was looking at his prize picks. Uh, His points were, uh, I think they had him at like 16 and a half, maybe 19 and a half. I'm one of those, but I would have taken the under anyways. No matter what what number. What what number they put up? I'm taking the under. Whatever number they put up. I don't even know the website. Um, I don't think it's a fluke. I mean, I don't think he's he's necessarily like a stud on the rise, but I mean, he did average 17 and a half this this year in the regular season, so it's not for nothing. It's not bad for his. You know, second year in the league. If I'm correct here, I'm checking. Yeah, second year in the league. From eight points last year to 17 and a half this year. It's not bad. He's just, I mean, he's not in the category of the guys I was mentioning. Anthony Edwards, Jordan Poole. Um, okay, Jordan Poole, help me. Jordan Poole has had what? How many, a half a good season? If If I'm wrong or right, check on that. Because just recently season. I've heard... That he's really been taking off like electric. He's averaged 18 and a half this season. He averaged one more point this season than Tyrese Maxey. He, he doesn't. That's his, that's his over. I mean, he's at zero right now at the end of the first. So we have I have a competitive advantage in saying no, I don't think he'll hit 18, but or 19. But I mean, I'm just saying, to, uh, dude, it's. It's not crazy to suggest that, and also Tyrese Maxey played more games than him. So 18 and a half, and he, Jordan Poole played 76, and I'll double check what Tyrese Maxey was, but I know it was more than that. Look, just know Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole's that dude. And he, he dropped 30, and Tyrese Maxey dropped 38. If we're really like picking at loose hairs here. Okay, look, we're not going to spend here. I'm telling you, me telling you, <laughs> yeah. me that actually paid attention to basketball as of recently. Uh, okay, I'm telling you, okay. Jordan Poole is that dude. Tyrese Maxey is a, you know, he's, oh, a, he's, 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 a good, he's a good player, but he ain't that dude. Jordan Poole's that dude. They get Jordan Steph Poole, Curry? Jordan Poole is that dude. They get rid of Steph Curry's and you go play like, with LeBron? What? Is he going to go play with LeBron then? Are they getting rid of Steph Curry? Is that what's going to happen? Because <laughs> he's that dude. Jordan Poole's that dude. They don't need Steph anymore. Uh, I mean, oh, they don't, my not, not that they don't need Steph anymore, but, bro. I, I, honestly, with him, with the way he's playing, I can legit see them making a run for the title. Well, yeah. I mean, if 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 Steph gets back in any shape of what he was at the beginning of the year. If he looks anything like that, then it's not too far to, to think that they might be there at the end in the Western Conference Finals for sure. We'll see. But we'll move on. Um, Anthony Edwards, though, Patrick Beverly, going back to it, I don't think that was too much. I think it was kind of funny that he did jump up on the table. But there was a lot of good points made over the weekend about Dwayne Wade jumping up on the table at the regular season game when he played for the Miami Heat and he had the dreads. That was a sick three-pointer, though. And it was regular season, but he jumped up on the table. So I think the only difference between Patrick Beverly and Dwayne Wade is the fact that it's Patrick Beverly and Dwayne Wade. Uh, But both of them were significant. I I think it was more significant because he beat the Clippers, and the Clippers kind of just were like, you're not good enough. We want Reggie Jackson, which is hilarious, kind of. and, no, and then also, it kind of you could sense, um, like, say if the Timberwolves would have lost that game, it's just kind of like, oh, they're still young, you know. It's like they're the, I, I'm not, they're I'm not, not I'm, supposed I'm, to be there. <laughs> it's like it, I'm not a Wolves fan, but I can imagine as a Wolves fan being like, oh, great, like 
just when I thought we had all the pieces, you know, we got these young guys. I thought we had enough pieces, blah, blah, blah. But them winning that game was a, was a, was a turning point in which, you know, cause even though the Clippers don't have Kawhi, that's still a hard team to beat in these moments, especially with the way PG 13 played. Like it, it was a tough game for them. And, um, you know, the Clippers, they're full of veterans. These are guys that know how to win these games. And the Wolves are a bunch of young cats. You know, young guys don't have too much playoff experience. But, you know, and it's it's pretty obvious what kind of uh, the energy that Pat Bev brings to this team as well. Um, so I, I think it was it was a it was a big moment for that franchise. It really was. But what would be a bigger moment is if they trade Carl Anthony Towns while they still can and get great value for him. So that like way, who um, or what are you talking draft picks or another player? Let's see. Dang, I didn't expect you to make me play uh, exact. Well, okay, scenarios, so but... if you look, I mean, if you look at their roster, they've got D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards at the guard positions, and then help me with their their forwards. Uh, they got Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Jared yeah. Vanderbilt, so that's where you would forward. attack. Is you would trade your center for you would upgrade your forward position. So who would be available at the forward position that you would want? Because you're not going to trade Carl Anthony Towns for a different center. That makes no sense. So you, you have yeah. to upgrade your forwards. And there's, I mean, if there's I was not really anybody, Kat, if I was trading Cat, I mean, I don't know the specific people, but ideally, if I were the Wolves, I would want one like you said, a, a power forward or just. Uh, you don't really need a small forward because that's Anthony Edwards can play the three. So you would get a power forward and just draft picks and some depth, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't do it, but the thing own. is, the thing is, cat cat isn't a Joel Embiid or he's not a Nikola Jokic. Yes, he could shoot, but he's just not. In the playoffs, but he's number three on that list, I believe. It's probably Nikola Jokic, Joel, and then Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> in the playoffs, though, like he's not, he's not. I just feel like he's not physical. No, he's weak, dude. He's like he's finesse. He's a finesse, which is fine. But in the playoffs, shit gets nitty gritty, rough. We saw in the freaking every almost. A lot of these games were just the Celtics and Nets. That was just a hard game to watch for a little bit because so many fouls left and right. I was just like, oh, my God, can we just get some consistent gameplay going yeah. on here? Uh, what was another? There was another playoff game. I can't remember. There was a shit ton of fouls. And I was just like, dude, no one. What is going on? Fouls don't get called in the playoffs. Playoffs. I'm with you. You're, you're wanting more physicality out of cat and that's not like his play style so you would hope to trade and get more physicality i just think that like you said earlier they're younger team they have pat bev which is a physical guard they just need to develop their forwards to be more physical and anthony edwards to grow and eventually become more and more physical not like he isn't now but just to because what you're really wanting is a winner and cat's not a winner you know, like that's been established. He's not he's not a guy that's going to lay it on the line at the end of the day for the win. And Jimmy Butler highlighted that for us. So if we find a forward that grows into the position or you draft or whatever, I don't think you trade Carl Anthony Towns. I think you just develop a more a, a more mentally tough approach to the game. And that's that's going to solve most of your problem. I don't know. I think Carl Anthony Towns number three center. It's uh, unless I'm forgetting somebody, which I very well could be, but Carl Anthony Towns number three for me. I mean, yeah, I just, I obviously they're not going to trade him. That I'm probably like wrong, but probably <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but but just, you're not I'm wrong about my... the Timberwolves because they fucking beat the Grizzlies the first game by 13 points, which was insane. Yes, although. Emotional win, rolling in, being warm, playing a team that hasn't played in however long, four, five, six days. I don't. Ex I expect it to be a gentleman's sweep, but what was your take on that game? It's crazy because it's two, it's the same predicament. You know, you got two young teams, except one was just absolutely excelling throughout the whole regular season. 
in the in the Grizzlies, they're just fucking. I mean, they're a number two seed. I mean, with, that's how they got there. They were they just uh, even without John Morant, they were able to come together. And honestly, like some of these guys, if you had asked me a month and a half ago, I did not know any. I couldn't name anybody on this team. John Conchar. Oh, you talking about the Grizzlies or the the, Grizz- the Timberwolves? The Grizzlies. Pro John Conchar with the triple double. Still gonna <laughs> and, bring it up. And so, like, it, it, it's a very interesting series because it's, it's like which which young team is ready, you know what I mean? Um, even though I feel like if the Timberwolves lose, it's not that big of a, I guess it's not that big of a knock just because the Grizzlies have had such a great season and Wolves are still younger, younger than the Grizzlies and coming together. But I don't know, man. It's just these game ones were very unpredictable to say the least. Hmm. Unpredictable. Um, I think the only one that really went to, to as you expected was maybe the Nets and Celtics. Um, even, for a the while, that Celtics. Got... Yeah, that went. Yeah, that went. The how... buzzer beater by Jason Tatum. Yeah. How about the the Seventy Sixers blowing out the Raptors by twenty? Yeah, exactly. That wasn't expected. <laughs> I was expecting that. Well, then you haven't been watching the Raptors this year because they're. Well, they're you haven't been watching the MVP Joel Embiid this year. But what did Joel Embiid do in that game? He didn't really do much. His stat line is pretty shitty if you look at it. For his standards, it's pretty bad. He had 19 points. He, he 15 rebounds. He made it. I mean, he made a difference. No, he didn't have the flashiest numbers, but it's not it's not also about Joel Embiid. It's about the fact that James Harden, Tobias Harris had 26. Tyrese Maxey, for whatever reason, went off for 38, which is bizarre. That game was Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. Like they they did the thing. And that's what I mean by Joel Embiid, like, wasn't really. I know he, Joel Embiid's going to Joel Embiid, but for if you actually watch the game, like uh, Skip Bayless says, the eye test, um, Joel Embiid wasn't. The game. <laughs> first, just that wasn't expected. 76ers are a better team than the Toronto Raptors. I think we can all agree on that. So yes, I think but, it was expected. But, but no, not for the. The 76ers to blow. I think out. it was more shocking that the the Celtics were in a buzzer beater situation with the with the Nets, and that the fact that Kevin Durant was not himself. So that was more unexpected to me than a twenty six or twenty point blowout by the 76ers. Like I said, you haven't been watching the Raptors this year, but it's okay. Um, not many people do. Not many people do. But they are. They are. They're a pretty good team. They're a pretty good team. Um, but yeah, the net, uh, the even the Dallas Utah game um, without Luca, I thought Dallas was kind of dead in the water. But they held on for a little bit. But you can see with them, they need Luca back. Um, they started off hot in that first quarter, a little bit in the second quarter too. But you can tell, take Luca out. You got two guys that could dribble the ball and make plays and score the bucket. It's Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. And that's it. So (laughs) once they kind of slowed down a little bit, because they were playing fast pace throughout that first quarter, obviously you're going to get tired. They're doing probably like, let's see, five, probably like a seven, eight man rotation. (laughs) I, I barely saw them get off the floor. So with a team again, like when you're going against a team like Utah, you're just, it's just going to be too much. You need, they need Luca back ASAP Rocky. Agreed. They absolutely need Luca back. They're dead in the water without him. It's the MVP candidate. Like you always say, who wins playoff games? Stars win playoff games. Stars. So that's Luca Doncic right there. You need him. But I do believe they need to play faster with Luca. I like the fast pace. I think they're a very good fast-paced team, but with Luka, for some reason, they are the slowest-paced NBA offense. I don't know why. I mean, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't listen to me. I ain't the coach. I'm not Jason Kidd. 
What do I know? Mm. Bought a dog this weekend. <laughs> exactly. Impulse. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Y'all brought up the Pat Beverly thing. How'd you feel about Kyrie? Did you see what he was doing? Oh, fl- flicking off the fans? Flicking them off and like talking shit back. Personally, I loved it. Not so much that like that he flicked them off, but the fact that I mean it's Boston. I mean Boston Celtics are known for you know the fans. Look, you know? am I supposed to think that Kyrie is a wise individual, or am I supposed to just think he's a dude who's really good at basketball? Like, no, he's what am just I really supposed good at basketball? Okay, then I think it was cool. But anybody who tries to convince me that he's some wise individual who says really intelligent things and knows what he's doing and has this huge grand plan and idea and he's you know planned all his steps and whatever, no. Not, that's not the actions of that guy. So do I love it for the fact that he's just a hooper? Yeah, I fucking love that. Flick off the fans. Is it good for basketball? I mean, probably not, but <laughs> you know, is it is it good for Kyrie? Yeah, good for you, dude. You flicked off the fans. I just thought it was hilarious the quote he had coming in, which was, I hope that all the Boston fans can only remember the highlights or can remember the highlights of my uh, Celtics career and just leave the past behind when he told them he was going to stay and uh, he was committed to the city and then left. So, I think a little think, bit more, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's I, I why I liked it. I, I mean, in this, I, I don't no, usually ahead, defend. I don't usually defend Kyrie. Y'all know this, but I'm gonna have to take a side on this one because it's he's not the only dude. These hoopers, these basketball players, talk trash back to the fans all day, every day, sure, all the time. It's As just they should. It's just because it's Kyrie, you know. They made it, they blew it up as a big, big deal. And it's just like, dude, like he said in his. uh, Just because it's Kyrie? Yeah, they made it a bigger, they made it a big deal. It is a big deal. It's his old team that he promised he was going to stay for that he then left to go elsewhere and partner up with somebody else because it didn't work. Your team was playing better without you. You come back in a playoff trip where the other team, the team that the home team is favored, and you are the enemy, and you flick off the fans. It's not just Kyrie. I I didn't even say Kyrie's name in that sentence, and that's enough of a story right there. It's not just Kyrie. That is, he talks shit. Sure, like I love when the when the players talk shit to the fans because the fans, a lot of fans in a lot of different arenas, are treating players like garbage, and they shouldn't. They're treating them like they're items or they're entertainment and they're not people. And that's 100% unacceptable. Flicking off the fans and everything, come on. Like, it's not just a Kyrie thing. Like, that's just, like, because you're the superstar, you carry more liability or more risk than the other people. The fans sitting there enjoying the, the, the spectacle. So, no, I don't think it's just Kyrie. But that was just my question, is if, he, if I'm supposed to respect him as some philosopher, like the pseudo-philosopher, or just a basketball player. Because if he's supposed to be some pseudo-philosopher who spits Buddhism things at me off the court, I respect that. But don't go on the court and flick off fans because it's hard for me to separate the two. Dude, human beings are, are complex people. You know what I'm saying? We're not. Yeah, say people. one thing, do another. They are complex human beings. I mean, he, he did have a point. He was talking in his post, post-game conference. Like, you can only, you know, be told, like, hey, Pussy, oh, this and this and that. So so many times until you're like, all right, I'm gonna say something back. Like, I gotta do something. I completely agree. Honestly, it's I just found it funny the way he flicked them off like that. It's kind of like a little second grader. It's like a little second grader in school, like like doing it behind the head, like (laughs) that. That's what I thought. I thought that part was funny. I was like, dude, why why are you it's just kind of like I'm not trying to get caught. Here you go. Here's the double wings. Yeah. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. He, he played amazing though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is about him not eating, but damn, can he play basketball? Dude. Crazy. Hey, starving Kyrie. Woo. It might have to beat uh untuck Kyrie, man. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, move, I mean, moving on from that game, that was that was a hell of a game. Congratulations, by the way, to Marcus Smart for winning the Defensive Player of the Year. For, I think the first player since Gary Payton, if I read it correctly. Um, yeah. Love me some Marcus Smart. Love the Celtics in that one. I don't think the Nets have 
Chuck put it really, really well. Charles Barkley said both of the guys have to be on fire in order for them to have a chance to win, right? To keep it close, just one of them has to play on fire and the other one play mediocre to keep it close. But then you're relying on, like you said, I think, David, a couple episodes ago, it's like, where do those other 40 points come from? Like, where do we get, where's the bench points? Those sort of things. Are we relying on that in a, in a seating, in a matchup like this? No, not really. So I like the Celtics in that matchup 100%. I think it's almost, it's almost a lock. Um, I think it'll be probably a gentleman's sweep. No more than six games. Uh, it, it's, it's up there with like, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Bucks are number two and the Phoenix is number one on just no doubters. And then the Celtics are probably number three on that in my list. Maybe. Am I forgetting? Oh, the Warriors. I mean, without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., it's kind of they're kind of screwed. No way Jokic can carry them. So they're in that conversation, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's just it, it's hard when you don't have that depth that on the Brooklyn side. Even Bruce Brown, dude. I was telling you about Bruce Brown hyping him up, and he was a straight dud. Like, I was like, dude, what are you doing? You're just like taking up space, rolling to the corner. But I, I don't know. The Nets offensively, I felt like the Nets didn't really. I don't know. I, I feel like they didn't play their game. There wasn't. It was too much isolation, but it wasn't like obvious isolation. But there was too much isolation. There was no movement, off-ball movement. It's kind of like they had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and three other James James Hardens just kind <laughs> of standing there like, all right, um, so I'm standing in this corner. If you pass me the ball, I'm going to shoot it. If not, y'all do your thing, and I'll run back on defense. Look, this, this Nets team, like this spurt of the last two years and then however long it goes on for is going to be the greatest what-if next to probably the Thunder if they didn't get rid of James Harden and they kept that, you know, nucleus together. But with no Ben Simmons and Kyrie and KD at this point, like, they just never... They've reached a ceiling and they can't break through that ceiling because it's the Ben Simmons injury, which I thought it was hilarious. Steve and Touchstone on our last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. But he said he had a mental issue and then he comes over and for whatever reason, now he develops a back issue when he was sitting out for his mental issue. I thought that was hilarious. So I agree with him, though, because now I look at it completely different. We're like, man, why does why is he injured? Why isn't he playing? Uh, but Ben Simmons and the James Harden thing, we're going to look at this Nets team and seem like, man, Katie and Kyrie, and they were going nuts. We'll see plenty of highlights of them put together, but there will be nothing to show for it because of COVID vaccine or Ben Simmons not playing, James Harden leaving. Like, there's just, it was never right. And it's wild to think about one of the one of the be- one of the greatest what ifs is what we're looking at right now. Yeah, it's funny how many of those what ifs Kevin Durant is a part of. It's true because he he's not that guy. He is he's not. Great. He's not the <laughs> goat, James. But you know who's saying that? No one's saying that, anyways. He's at least playing but, in the playoffs. That's a win. Um, let's see. What's another series? Uh, the Bulls and. Bucks series. That first game was pretty good, pretty close one. Uh, Zach Levine really screwed me over on my on my card. <sighs> Two for ten from the three point line. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. But I think that one, that series might be closer than people expect. At least the games will be close. I don't know about the series as a whole, because like I mean, at the you might not pay attention to basketball in two weeks and be like, man, the Bucks beat the, the, the Bulls 4-1, but the games are going to be close. It's just when you got Giannis and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. It's just Giannis. It's nobody else. It's just Giannis. <laughs> He's the <laughs> best player Giannis, in the league right now. There's no question. Giannis, you're just going to pull. If you get, when you got Giannis, you're just going to pull those games out every single time. Um, shout out to Caruso. But Caruso. Alex Caruso doing his thing, man. That boy is an X factor. I'm telling y'all. Seven points upcoming, in the first game. Upcoming defensive player of the year, man. Upcoming. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Now that we've opened the door for the guards, I like that. <laughs> I, do. The I like that prediction. Um, and then you got 
Golden State, Denver. Um, I expect Denver. I don't know as a. I don't know where this series is going to go. I think Denver is going to take Game Two because Jokic did not play well, really, in that first game, and so I expect him to come back and step it up because he's had a dominating season against Golden State. Like, absolutely, he obliterates. He went twenty five, ten, and six. I mean, but still, it's not. Wait, there's, it's not there's, 30, there's it's levels. not 35. There's okay. levels. There's levels. And so Dude, the he wasn't easier thing his... to say is that Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are not playing. So they're not at their full capacity. They're going to lose. I mean, they haven't been at their full capacity the whole year. Okay. So but like... they, were still, they were still beating up on Golden State during the regular season. Okay. The, the main thing it's is... The playoffs. I know, but the main thing is... The reason I say that is because they don't, um, they Golden State doesn't really have a good presence down low. And Yo- that's why Jokic has been so successful against them. So that's why he, I mean, I'm sorry if it's all on his shoulders, but it is. That's what happens when you're a superstar. It just, it's all on your shoulders, but it's up to him to, you know, make, make it happen, pull this team through. And I feel like they, they should take game two where, where the series goes after that, I mean, it's a coin flip. Who knows? I'm not going to count Denver out, though. I, I'm just not. Um, I am. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all can. Y'all can go. Look, ahead the, 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 the stopwatch, it goes click when Steph Curry first checks in the game to the point where he is warmed up over the course of not one game, but multiple games, and he's back in form. It's just, it's just a, it's just a clock. We're just waiting for that that timer to end, and then eventually he'll be back to his 20, 25, 30 points a game. Like that's just a matter of time, and they can't keep up. Like this is Steph Curry coming off the bench, Jordan Poole giving us thirty. It's just a matter of time. I don't know why you think there's even a chance. It's Jokic against the team. I mean, who do they have? Will Barton gave you twenty four. Nikola gave you 25. Aaron Gordon gave you eight. And then you've got who? Boogie? Hey. Markeith Morris? Hey, Bo- Boogie, Boogie. Don't don't sleep on Boogie, man. I'm not sleep- I love Boogie. I'm a big... Or Monte look, Morris, sorry, Markeith. Look, I just believe that much in Jokic. That's just me. That's mainly my thing. I'm, I believe in him that heavily. Dude, that, it's the but- same logic as the Nets, though. It's you got you you get forty and forty from Katie and Kyrie. Where does the other forty come from? Yeah, but they're because th- they're scores. Jokic does it all, which is why he's okay, an MVP candidate. We, but no, but then we talk about LeBron and how LeBron was it last year, or even this year, was feeding the ball and he can do it all. But when you don't have the teammates that can make the shots, it's just like it just doesn't work. No, this year he was scoring because his because yeah. he saw Russell Westbrook. That so it was last year then that he was the one that was it was demoralizing watching him feed the ball to his teammates perfectly. They'd be open in the corner and then Rick miss. He's thirty six years old. Yeah, thirty six. I'm saying so. It's the same logic. I mean, it's just there's only so look, much he can do. Look, man. I I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I, I just, I, I have this belief in him. That's, that's it, man. And I, I don't think I'm wrong for having that belief in him either. Cause he's that good. He's that great. I, I want to believe that I want to believe that he's that good and that great. I just know that there isn't the points to back up the words. He can't put up 70. It just doesn't work. <laughs> you know, he, he, he just, at a, at a certain point, like, Jokic just, he can't put up 70, you know? Like, he can only do so much. And he can feed the ball perfectly to all his teammates, but if his teammates don't make the shots because they just don't make the shots, the man can only do so much. I think Charles said it tonight because I think I believe they're playing tonight. Um, he said, look, you need at least 35 out of him, at least, which is terrifying to ask. I mean, think about that. That is a quarter of your points. You need out of one player, at a minimum. I mean, it's so unreasonable. You can't you, over a seven-game series. I have no hope. I am unfeeling. 
All right, that, that's <laughs> your opinion, bud. That is your opinion. What do you want to put on it, huh? You want to bet something on it? No, I, I cannot anymore. I'm, 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 I'm tapped out. You caught me at the wrong time. I'm tapped out. <laughs> mm. Tapped out. Okay, how about this? How about this? Now, now, wait, wait. No, no, hold no, no, on, no, no. hold on. This? Hold, hold up a second. Remember, I never said they were going to win. I said it's going to be a closer series than you expect. No, we'll set the bet, but how about this? This will be the bet. Whoever wins has to buy the other person's dog food for their dog. Because we're talking about new dogs. So if you win, and I'll make it, we'll make it so it's reasonable. You don't have to buy like a 50-pound bag of dog food for me. Like, it'll be fine. We can even it out so it's, it's level. But we'll make a bet, and whoever loses has to buy the other one's dog food. Since you just got the new dog, I'd like to help out. However, I probably won't be helping out because I'll pick the winning side of this situation. Like I said, you caught me at the wrong time. I'm tapped out. Oh, okay, okay. Chance at free dog food. Doesn't take mm -hmm. it. He's a father mm -hmm. of two, and he won't take the free dog food. Nope, no food stamps nope. for David. Nope. Um, <laughs> wait, what's an, is there any series we left out? I know we have, but... Oh, uh, Miami beat the brakes out of Atlanta. Gee, that's, that's not really anything <laughs> there. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta, they're Atlanta, pff, Miami, some dogs on that team. That's going to be, it's going to be a hard team to face over a seven game series because they're just going to, it's like a bunch of Pat Beverly's on one team. Yeah. <laughs> if you already don't like one Pat Beverly, they got like five of them. <laughs> uh, right, the other one you're leaving out is uh Suns and Pelicans, but Suns and Pelicans isn't even a series. It's more of just a passage of time until the suns win it's really that's just a broadcast you know schedule until the suns win that's why they, they only schedule four at, games suns and four bro suns and four they, they that's why they put them on at like nine o'clock so it's like uh time to go to sleep the sun the suns are beating the brakes off the pelicans you know <laughs> sad day i i do watch brandon ingram though and brandon ingram is really good he is, he is. He is a couple seasons of improvement away from being one of those dudes. He's got the physic, like the physical build to be one of those dudes, to be like a KD. He's just a couple seasons of improvement away, I believe, from being like that guy. I think he has MVP potential if he, like I said, keeps going, keeps trending upward, and keeps working because he's got all the right physical characteristics for it, for this style of game, for this new age game. And to be one of those guys. But watching him play, dude, he's got a silky smooth jumper. I love it. And I mean, he's he's crafty with the basketball. He can move with it. I mean, he he can pass too. I like him. I think he's a good player. Just yeah. unfortunate that for whatever reason, Zion Williamson is still not playing, but he's doing 360 dunks. Really weird. <laughs> like he's he's injured. It's listed as a fractured foot, but he's doing 360 dunks in the pregame. So <laughs> what's up with that? I mean, I, I think uh, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, that's a great duo right there. Um, I really like Valanchunas as well. I really yeah, like Memphis. like him as a big big man. So you put in Zion there. Uh, who, they got they got uh, Herbert Jones, who's a rookie, great defensive kid. He plays defense like a dog. He's a good defensive player, which some some of these teams need. <laughs> Brooklyn, <clears throat> Brooklyn. <laughs> I, side note, I don't know if y'all saw the vit, like the resaw the 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 game winning shot by Jason Tatum. If you focus on Kyrie and KD on defense, it's hilarious. Like, what the fuck are they doing? What are they doing? It's it, I don't know if you have uh, Alex. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so uh, I think I have it on my recent tweets. So I'll send it to you. But literally, look if you look at KD and Kyrie, it's just they're just. Standing bodies there. they're yeah. standing there just like what do we do what do we do but um i mean back to the pelicans yeah there yeah, they are look at that they're literally standing there he is standing like a oh like a scarecrow wow yeah i mean what do you really do though i mean do you really react that's a, it's like going off in my ears can you mute it at least that because I'm watching your stream. Yeah. Is it? 
Wow, is that? Oh, it's on my end? Is it on my end? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it is on my end. My bad. Um, sorry. Uh, I, I don't know what you do there, though, because that spin move was so silky smooth. I mean, what do you do? You know, that pass was crazy. Passed it with less than two seconds left or just over two seconds. Made it cross, like, to the middle pad, to the, to the middle of the court, the paint pass. It just, like, the spin move was so nasty. Just sitting there watching it. It was one of those where it's like, oh. Jason Tatum's that dude. I love Jason Tatum. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Suns being the break. Suns and four, you know, it's not even without Suns a shadow of a doubt. Suns and four. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else did we miss? No, I think we covered it. Or am I tripping? For my golf people, Jordan Spieth won this past weekend, and he won this same weekend last year. And next year, it's the Masters this weekend. And he hasn't, his last win was last year at this time. And then he won this year at this time. And then next year is the Masters. So maybe he won the Masters. So essentially, if he doesn't win again up until then, go all Bet in. Bet the house. Bet the house. What in the Masters? Yep. Bet the house. Absolutely. So yeah, that was, I watched a lot of that tournament today or uh, over the weekend. Man. Easter's one of those holidays, man, where I ate way too much. I ate cake and pie yesterday, and then I got Easter. I still get Easter baskets for my mom. Is that weird? Am I too old no. for that? Right? It's, it's kind of sick. At a certain point, it, it gets from being like, man, that's weird. You're too old to, nah, I just appreciate it, man. Like, it's nice just to have, like, a box of candy handed to me uh, over the weekend. So, yeah. yeah, dude, it was. it's nice. I'm crushing some Haribos right now. I think I ate half this bag during this whole podcast. <laughs> I cannot stop. They're so good. Um, fans, you know where to find us, though? At Slice Devils Pod, at Slice Devils Podcast, uh, at Cowboy Canella, it's underscore Mr. underscore Bombastic, and at Alex DeClaire, and we will see you next time. Noise. Oh, I can't believe this man bought another dog. Crazy to me.